2nd, 2022. First time we're recording. Dinger for three since what? It's been over two years. 2020 of September, October. We did, right. We did last year, right? The fall of 2020? Yeah, we did one. One or two we had. Yeah. Yeah, we did over the phone. COVID. The COVID, I was over the phone. It was a rough one. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But we're back. Um, we don't have my card with us. It's just Chris and Bernie I was for now. Say, who are we? <laughs> who are we? We're, we're Chris and Bernie. It's fine with me. I mean, we'll uh, we'll do it. So we're on Instagram Live. Hey, whoever's whoever caught the gold and is randomly catching us. My uh, my volume's going in and out on audition, so we'll have technical difficulties as we do this. It appears. Let's check see. check. Okay, there's a little bit better. Check check. What do we got going on here? You know, I've had this mixer since 2017. When we you were, were yeah, doing when we first started this. And when we first started Sorry for the inconvenience. That's right? right. That was the first one. That was the first one. Way back at Mr. Santangelo's. Wow. Okay. So, all right, so now that we've got all of that out of the way. Let's we, just get let's into get it. Let's get back into it. Let's, let's talk. Things. Let's do it. Let's talk sports. What are we talking today? We're back. We're where, talking baseball, right? Where have we been? Let's get in that. Where have we been? We're we've talking been baseball. We've been around. We're doing things. Yeah. You're a teacher. I'm working at Staten Island Media Group. We've grown. We're here. But we're still sports fans. We're here. That's the important part. We're not perfect. We're, we're great. Right. That's exactly the, that's that, that's exactly right. Let's talk sports. Baseball. Oh, wow. Cohen, speaking of which, Cohen wasn't kidding. You got a nice view. I have a great view it, here it, in my apartment. I got the Wagner College. <laughs> this chair right here, you can pull. Yeah, that I do it all the time. <laughs> when I'm working, I have my office over there, so I'll open up the window, I'll look outside, and boom, baseball. You can't beat that. No, but when the leaves come back, the view will be blocked. Yeah, it's early enough. But I'm really happy that baseball is back. We, we had the potential lockout extending into the season, but... We're getting 162 opening days this week. I know in today's show we're going to give an entire breakdown of what we think will happen this year. Will we be right? We're usually right about a lot of things. but Not all of them. Not all of them, but there's some things that we're right about. So we'll have some wild takes here, I think. But let's focus on the Mets and the Yankees. And I will leave it to you. Who do you want to talk about first? I would like to, I would like to talk about, surprisingly, the Yankees first. Okay. I got... Okay. <clears throat> You know, you see the off season that the Mets had. Yeah. You know, whether your your opinion on that, but then the Yankees go out and do nothing. They, what did they do? Did they get Trevor Story? Nope. Did they get uh, Carlos Correa? Nope. Did they get Conforto, who's still not even they could use anybody right now? Who who else did they need? Who the, else was out there that could have been? Bro, Freddie Freeman. Well, they were real close to getting Freeman. Matt Olson they could have traded for. Freeman's in the uh, Los Angeles now. You could even even the even Max Scherzer, you could have made a, a move for. No. Any star power. See, I, I recently um, saw someone made this point, and uh, I was about the Yankees and their style of play now and getting these stars in. Yankee fans, they're so used to seeing the highlights of All-Stars that get brought in that they don't realize that they're human and they're not superheroes. Like, when Giancarlo Stanton first came in, he's actually had a good career with the Yankees when you look at the numbers. Yeah, he's had injuries, but every player is injury-prone nowadays. Anyone can get hurt. 
on any season. It's ridiculous how yeah, it's, you hear so many guys are always hurt. And not even the the thing about Stanton though is I have I no longer have any complaints about John Carl Stanton because the guy produces when it matters most, the postseason. Every postseason opportunity that he's had, a majority of the time, he has come through in a big way. He's not the reason why the Yankees are not getting closer. He's not. Well, I'm glad you say that. Yep. The postseason. Apparently, apparently, your savior there, GM in the front office, Mr. Not my Brian savior. Cashman. Not nope. anymore. Not, Not anymore. Savior. Maybe when we were five, and you could even thank Gene Michael for that one. He comes out and says that they didn't win the World Series in 2017 because of the cheating Astros. Let's, for all intents and purposes, let's just say maybe Brian Cashman, you are right. The Astros cheated. Sure, they did, right? Whatever, we can keep that opinion. They scored out of the seven games, three losses. Four losses, excuse me. Three runs. Four losses. You're not banging trash cans when you're when you're at the plate. Right? Astros aren't banging the trash cans when the Yankees are up the plate. How do you you can't even... How could you say that? How could you put the blame solely on the Astros? One, let's think about this, Chris. And you, you could tell me if I'm wrong here. Do you think that it was a guarantee if the Yankees beat the Astros in the ALCS that year, 2017, mm-hmm. that they would have beaten the Dodgers? No. Not a guarantee. Of course not. Not a guarantee. Of course not. I mean, no, it's gonna be no guarantee. Of course not. I don't see a foregone conclusion like Cashman's making it seem. No. First, first of all, the 2017 Yankees enormously exceeded expectations. People forget this. When Aaron Judge started in 2017 on opening day, he was known for being this big power bat that was a late first-round draft pick who got a chance for the Yankees the year before in 2016 when the Yankees went through their rebuilding phase where Gary Sanchez was the star, except Judge had like a 160 average in 20-something games. He was a strikeout machine. He had a couple homers, but Aaron Judge was not supposed to be Aaron no, Judge. No, no, I remember that right? even then, and, back then. You know, Greg Bird was, I believe that year, the number three batter. Greg freaking Bird. Your guy, Greg so Turd. the 2017 Yankees were not meant to be a World Series contender. They were meant to be a rebuilding team. They were, they were meant to, okay, we need to get our young guys some opportunities to develop the talent so we can compete in the years to come. But... That quote that Cashman said, he ended up saying that he was offended that when people bring up that the Yankees haven't been to the World Series since 2009. But he's only bringing up 2017. What about 2010? All those years between 2010 and 2021. You bought yourself one World Series by signing Burnett and Sabathia and Teixeira. The Mets have been in more World Series than the Yankees over that period of time. So have the Red Sox. So have small market teams like the Kansas City Royals. They were there twice since then. You know, Cashman's excuse is, well, we did it right. You know, we held guys, we developed talent, and boo-hoo, 2017 happened, that was our shot. 2018, you could have been there. 2019, you could have been there. 2020, 2021. The Yankees are always a... A favorite, not the, but a favorite to win the American League. They're supposed to be, but they're no longer a favorite to win the American League. They're not. The team that the Yankees are now, they, and their philosophy and their organization is much different than what it was um, after 2009. 2009 is pretty much it. That was the final, like, okay, 
we won our championship for George because George Steinbrenner. He, he, I think he passed away. He tied in two thousand ten. I think he. Of, I, I think, think he handed over the he, ownership. Exactly. That was the year where the transition took place. And look at that new stadium. New stadium. They they were sixty million dollars ahead in budget over the number two team. The number new the number two team that year was the Mets, but the Yankees were sixty million dollars over. The Dodgers are the new Yankees of baseball. Right, they're spending enormous amounts of money. They don't care about the luxury tax. And what's happening every year? They're World Series favorites every year, and they just won the championship a couple of years ago. And they've been in the World Series how they many times? They won in twenty twenty. Yeah. They made it in twenty eighteen. They made it in twenty seventeen. When they make it two 20, years in a row, twenty seventeen, they, they lost won. to the Astros. Twenty eighteen, they lost to Boston, the Red Sox. Right. Then twenty nineteen. It was Astros Nationals, right? Then 2020, it was Dodgers, Astros, right? No, Dodgers Rays. Rays. Dodgers Rays, because they took Blake Snell out of that (laughs) That game for some reason. And then last year, of course, we um, didn't necessarily have either of those big-name teams, but... We had the Braves and... The Braves were not expected to... Braves in Houston. The the Braves were not expected to win, but even with Ronald Cunha on the team, they weren't expected to go as far as they did. Look at the teams that you just named in the American League went to the Astros, the Red Sox. Those are the teams that have been winning consistently 90 games in and out, regardless, again, how your opinion of the Astros, they won. They they did go to the World Series last year. I'm not making... Who was it? It was them. Yeah. That speaks volumes. All that nonsense over the last few years, and they made it back. The, the, the Astros are just a better run organization than the New York Yankees right now. And whose fault is that? It's the front office. It starts off at the top. You can't blame the players. You brought the players in. And Cashman has a tendency to go for injury-prone players that have talent. I like to say he plays MLB The Show franchise bill with injuries off. That's how Cashman's GM style is. Injuries are off, right? That's that's just how he does it. That's that's how he does. It. That's it in his mind. If if I build a team on paper that is built to win, that's all I need to do. It's a crapshoot when it comes to the playoffs. You need to dev- you need to construct a roster that's going to be good for the entire regular season and ready for the postseason. That's you need depth. And the off season that the Yankees had this year, I'm not going to say it was terrible, but I'm definitely not going to say it was good. They, they did not go with their plan A because they were going after top-tier talent. They just weren't willing to pay. Money, is, money, talks, money is just an asset. It's just a thing. It means nothing if you don't use it, if it just sits in the account. So I don't know if maybe there's something behind the scenes that we don't know about with the Steinbrenner family where they have a bunch of shareholders that they owe a lot of money to or they're behind the red for many different business dealings that have not panned out. I don't know what it is. They're the Yankees, though. But they don't even have the most money. That's the thing. The Even when George Steinbrenner was around, he didn't have the most money to spend, but he still spent it because he invested in the Yankees. I'm assuming that the Steinbrenner family is not as adamant about the Yankees winning championships. They just want the Yankees to be competitive and profitable. It's sad, and what Cashman said, uh, at blaming the 2017 season, it's it's a travesty as a Yankee fan to hear that because I don't want to hear excuses. I want to see you go and win. I'll give you this. 
if the Yankees 2009 happens, they're way over budget. They win a championship, though. I can understand you getting very frugal after that. It's like, hey, guys, we won our championship. Okay, we're going to cut back a little bit. We're going to give the younger guys a chance here to make up our losses. But if we don't win another championship in four years, we're back to being super aggressive. I was going to say, you That's try you need and to win do. a World Series again. Like, when you look at the 1900s and the Yankees winning their 20, at the time, four. 24. No, cause no, no. no. Number, 20, 20, number 27 was 2009, and 2020 was number 26, right? So 25. 2000, man. 2000. 2000 was their 26th title. 2009 was their 27th title. Right? So they won 25 championships throughout the 1900s. That means every four years. And? On average. The first three years of the 1900s, the World Series wasn't around. 1903 was the first year. So even a little less. You need to build an Uber team, spending a ridiculous amount of money for year one, and then let that team ride it for three years. Get rid of the fading contracts and then go all in again well, wait, four wait, years wait. later. Let's think about. Well, wait, wait. I I know what you're saying, but think about that original 25 World Series. They were playing much like, different. They were playing like the Dodgers. Mu- you either much different the, time. You were either playing the Dodgers, the Cardinals, or the Pirates, and you were either the Indians, the Red Sox, or the Yankees. It was <laughs> the all, Athletics. It was also a much different time in terms <laughs> of acquiring and retaining talent because yeah, players would be with teams for but, a very long period but, of time. The last 20 years, Chris, the Yankees have made it to the World Series, what, three times? The last 20 years, they made it the Marlins in 03. They four made times. It. They made it four times. The last 20 years? I'm sorry. I'm thinking Last 20 years, it's been twice. 2000. I'm, I'm thinking from 2000. Yeah, like so, li- literally over the last 20 years, they've been to the World Series twice. And they have one championship. And they lost that first one, 03. To they, le- they lost the in 03 to the Marlins, a low-budget team. And then 2009, listen, you want to you wanna blame the Astros for cheating? Like, okay, All right. the Yankees also got caught with sign stealing. They didn't do they it to the like extent them. that the Astros did, but they are just as much as a team looking for an advantage. For, and for Brian Cashman to have the offseason that he did and to make the comments that he did today. I can see if you could make those comments, which would still be silly, if you look at how your team performed in those four losses, like it doesn't take a genius to figure to look and to determine that. If you watched it, you scored four runs in three games. You're not winning four games. If those four games, you lose them, right? You're not. How could you possibly expect a different outcome if you scored four runs? Awful. Uh, three runs. Three runs in four games. Awful. It's a, 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 an awfully constructed roster. We were, we. We criti- we've been criticizing the roster construction for years now, and it's really because Cashman's like he likes to go for bargain deals. He likes to operate as a small market team with a gigantic budget. I don't know what it is. There's this tendency to be like a – the players on your team either have to be all-star household names or absolute duds, like complete gambles, washed-up players. It ties back to guys like Aaron Hicks. Like Aaron Hicks. How long did they give him a contract for? They gave him, I think it was a seven-year deal, $10 million a year. I'm not even complaining about that contract because... The money's not bad. At the time when they made the deal, he was a very good fielder, very good arm, had some speed, had some pop. So $10 million a year for a quality player like that to kind of be a fill-in guy. I didn't expect him to be the number three bat. 
but they're just forcing the hand. They're forcing this guy into number three hole because they didn't have any lefty bats. Who's responsible for that? Brian Cashman. Cashman. You want to win, Chris? You go get Correa. You go get Story. But you instead, make a, you go get Freeman. You instead, make the trade. Red Sox, the Astros, the Rays are bullying the Yankees. Even the Tigers, the Tigers back 10 years ago when they were very competitive, oh, then. right? They were bullying the Yankees. They swept them in the playoffs. But this tendency has just all been, it's been acceptable. I think it's time for a new GM, Chris. I absolutely think it's time for a new GM, a new type of GM, because you know what? Cashman's had all this money to play with. He has the most resources out there compared to any other team. But in the modern-day game where there's all these competitive teams, I can understand if the complaint was that, oh, the game is so different now. Look at how many different competitive teams there are. It's the same teams. The Rays, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Astros. Consistently. The Cardinals. Cons- but consistently those four, since over the last five years, they've been top of the top. The Yankees, though, where have they been? Since 2017, they've declined. They've spent more, but they've declined. They're not winning the divisions who's, anymore. Who's in charge of that, Cashman? So, what do you think, Brian Cashman? Wouldn't have a job. Wouldn't have a job anywhere else, right now. Oh, let me let he me, would let me hang on, hang on. Let me he, let me let me backtrack that when I say that. Any team you win the World Series in 2009, mm-hmm. right? Forget about what he did before then, which is the reason why he's still here. Mm-hmm. But you win the World Series in 09. You don't do anything 10. The whole 20 te- the 10s, right? You make these runs, whatever. You don't win the World Series, these three. You're not, you definitely don't have a job now. You lose your job probably 2014, 2015. Well, the only argument I can make against that is Cashman's also said that him and Hal Steinbrenner, they meet before every offseason starts. They have an established budget to work with. And then Cashman makes his moves from there. So... Maybe Hal Steinbrenner is giving him a budget like you can't go over this number, right? Now, if Brian Cashman was the general manager for Steve Cohen and the Mets, I honestly think he would be even more aggressive. I I honestly think that Cohen is a fan of the Mets to the point where he will win at all costs because this is fun money to him. Are you ready to transition? This is fun money. I have one last point to make. I was going to ask you. I was going to say before that. If the Yankees do not give a contract extension to Judge. That was my next question. Judge contract. If they do not give a contract extension to Judge, oh my God, the Yankees are definitely no longer the Yankees. I know that they're supposedly preparing to make him a big offer. They were going to do it before this season you know, started, they said, or they want to have it after the season talks. Well, Judge doesn't want to talk about it oh, he does. That's, when the that's season starts. Okay. And Judge is a union guy. He's he's an advocate of the, the players' union. And that's probably what the players' union wants these players to do. Don't negotiate in the middle of the season because hit free agency, put the pressure on the team to get the most amount of money you possibly can. I get it uh, from a business standpoint. But – the Yankees should just say, Judge, what's the number? Just tell us what the number is. You got it. They, they, they absolutely they won't. And a part won't. of me doesn't blame them for that. They because won't. Because you got to play these guys. You have to give product. You have to stay on the field. You know what? He stays on the field. He stays on the field just as much as any other star nowadays. Look at all the faces of baseball. Trout. Injury prone. Harper. Injury prone. They all have a history of being injured. Degrom, Degrom injury prone. You, you name a player, you can you could easily label them injury prone. Betts, Ronald Acuna, injury prone. Betts, 
not as much. But look at how many we just named. But I, yeah, exactly. But the point, Your the, point the, exactly. The, the point is that the talent out there, these these great ball players, they could easily be out for a year. You know, they they have long careers. The game is different now, but. For Judge, he was not meant to do what he did in 2017. He was not meant to be the face of the franchise. But he took with it, ran with it. The Yankees kept putting the cameras in front of him. They made the judges' chambers. They made their entire marketing plan centered around him as the face of the Yankees. He's the pseudo-captain without him being named the captain. They say that, oh, Brett Gardner was because he was the veteran of the team. But we all know it was Judge who was the face. The reporters go to him. All the pressure's on him, and Judge consistently, time after time after time, has the composure. He has the Yankee way about him. He handles New York. And he hasn't been paid like the player that he is. So, you owe it to Judge now. Pay the man. What do you give him, though? I give him the highest annual average salary for not seven years, because... He's approaching 30. 50 million, you're saying? Is that what it is? 35. Like 30? Well, oh, no, I wouldn't I give him 50, for a player. I mean for Best a player, player, not for a pitcher. I wouldn't give him. Oh, I can't give him hitter. Scherzer money on an annual basis. I was Honestly, whatever the Correa deal was. Well, could Correa use, did that just to He, he can was, opt out after this year. But you know what? Give him the Correa deal. Give him a longer-term deal. You know, for a guy like Judge, I think a fair offer would be five to six years. Let's say, how's this? Five, 150. Thirty million a year. He's gonna want more, and he can get more. Five one seventy five. Well, I think Correa is getting thirty five a year. Well, and I think I, I think Judge and Correa are on the same the same playing field. I even think Judge may even be a little better. I'd rather have Correa. I don't know. I mean, who's the better fielder? Two different positions. Short and what does he play? Left, right. Judge is a right fielder, and he's. Transitioning into center field here and there. Um, me personally, I'd rather have Judge on my team. Uh, but if you have Correa on your team, he's still an All Star. I just think Judge may be a better hitter than Correa. Judge, he's a walk machine. He doesn't hit for a low batting average. He can slam home runs. He's got a great arm out there in the outfield. You really can't compare the fielding positions because one's a shortstop, one's a right fielder. At the end of the day, though, you can compare the two. So I think Judge, at minimum, needs the salary that Correa is getting. Because he's going to get that. There's going to be a team out there that's going to pay him the big money. It could be the Dodgers. It could be the Angels. It could be the Giants. He's a West Coast kid. It could be San Diego. He's going to have options. He's, there's money is going to be available. And Steve Cohen may want Judge. Judge could be a free agent this year, and Steve Cohen's like, what? I can get the face of New York? I can get the face of the Yankees on this team? Then I'll have Alonzo and Judge, who were the two pseudo-faces, homegrown talents. I'll have them both. Yeah, you got to think Cohen's yeah, definitely going to yep. do that. Right? And you would love that, having Judge on your team. I would. They wouldn't have an issue. That's a big upgrade from, like, Mark Hanna. I don't mind that, though, but of course. Mark Hanna's good. Judge's better. Yeah. Judge would be a much better... But my point is, is that the Yankees have the opportunity to get their franchise player the money. The last time they had this type of an opportunity was Cano. Cano went for more dollars, and the Yankees were not willing to match. Now, Cano Good. was not nearly the face of the Yankees and, like, the Yankee way, like judges. You never see Judge lollygagging, lollygagging in the field like Cano used to do. Yeah, I can't see You, you, you got to pay Judge the money now. You, you just got to do it. If, if Steve Cohen was the owner of the Mets, of, of the Yankees, Judge would have a contract already. 
You know, that's 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 the way I feel, without a doubt, one hundred percent. It's like a no brainer. You gotta do it. I'll do six years, thirty five million. I would I would want Judge on my team for a longer contract than I'm obligated to pay Stanton, and Stanton I'm obligated to pay since until twenty twenty eight. I should be in a longer term relationship with Judge than Stanton because Judge is my homegrown guy. Stanton's an outsider, but I'm still contractually obligated to pay him until I think twenty twenty eight. So give Judge a contract through twenty thirty. I don't care. If you got to eat that money, eat that fucking money. It's Aaron Judge. 2030, yeah, you know what? He'll be 38. It's time for him to yeah. at that point. How many wins do the Yankees get this year? And what are they? What 92, are they? No, 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 this year. This year, I'm saying. 2022. How many, How many do they get this year? I think they could win 100. I think they could win 100. But they need to have a lot of what-ifs pan out well. I think they could win the division. Um... I don't think they're likely to, but I think they could. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that can happen this season. Chris, they could be the fourth best team in their division. They could. That's the thing. This is the AL East is going to be very competitive this year. Same with the NL East, right? Um, so overall predictions. We'll get into what we think is going to happen with each division later on. Um, we're about twenty something minutes into the show now. Let's transition to Mets. We're at twenty five minute mark now. So. Don't York, tempt me with a good time. New York Mets. Steve Cohen very aggressive this offseason. Had a very sexy offseason. Got a lot of guys. As a Mets fan, what's the reaction right now? Outside of the DeGrom news, heading into the season, what were the thoughts? Steve Cohen said, I'm going to do what it can take to win without <coughs> obviously not throwing a boatload of everybody, you know, throwing mm-hmm. a boatload of money to everyone. And he's taking his word for it, and he's telling us. This is what he's doing. He got Eduardo Escobar. Um Kana, right? Mark Kana. Mm-hmm. He got Starling Marte, played center field. Mm-hmm. Scherzer, who the hell saw that coming? Mm-hmm. I'm a Max Scherzer fan. Four years ago, mm-hmm. actually around four years ago this time, when we were in Washington, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Four years ago around this time, I was cursing Scherzer's name in the outfield oh, in Nationals yeah, you Park. Were. I think we have it on our Instagram. It's, it's on there somewhere. It's on our, Insta- I think Instagram somewhere we have it up. But now look at what Uncle Steve Cohen did. Made me a Uncle fan Steve of Cohen. Max Scherzer. And I'm happy for that. I think I think the Mets are going to be... Uh, every, I don't think the Mets are going to be as big as everyone's making them out to be. Mm-hmm. There's still some sort of question marks in that bullpen. There's still the question marks of, well, now you're starting pitchers, plural... You just named, MLB just named them the best starting rotation in baseball. And look what happened. DeGrom goes down for at least a month, man. Mm -hmm. That's tough. That's a tough blow. That was yesterday. So up until yesterday, I I had the Mets the favorite to win the East. Potentially, I don't know about favorites to win the National League. I don't think that's, I mean, the odds bookers were telling us that they were one of the favorites, right? If not the favorite. With the Dodgers, but I don't know now, man. Uh, Scherzer's got you know some question marks for him. I could see the Mets. Realistically, they're going to win like 85, 90 games. I think I, I got a low ball. I can't see them winning more than that. Well, they, they had seventy-seven a, last year, right? So I think ten-game improvement, but that doesn't help. I think um, the Mets will definitely be. Uh, Hurting with Degrom not around, they were, well, they, were re- they were really relying on having that one-two punch at the top of the order. 
But I think getting Scherzer helps. It was definitely like someone was telling Cohen in the back end, like, it's not a guarantee DeGrom's going to be pitching. We we need an ace if we're going to have any sort of a shot. So Cohen got an ace. So it looks like, yeah, well, look oh, at the Mets got two aces. Out, but think about it. Look who they were throwing out there last year mm-hmm. when DeGrom went down in July, whenever that was, right before the All-Star break. I hear you, man. Um, I'm trying to pull up the Vegas odds here. My computer's running a little bit slow. Want to see what the futures are looking like? Who the World Series favorite is? Um, they got the Dodgers are the favorite to win. It appears they they, they appear to be the consensus favorite. Let's There's, see. I, I got it here. The I Mets. Got, are, I got VegasInsider.com. Yeah, me too. I'm looking at the same thing. The, see, what I don't understand is the Dodgers are the favorite. The Blue Jays are number two. The Astros are number three. The Yankees are number four. I disagree. Braves are five. White Sox six. Mets seven. Seven. With Degrom being out, yeah, well, now makes I can sense. See that. Make it does make sense, but I don't see how you have the Yankees up there so high. For like for whatever reason, Fangraphs is saying that the Yankees are projected to have the highest WAR, wins above replacement in baseball. But that's you're assuming that all these guys are going to play a full season, and Fangraphs apparently projects guys missing time, but. There's more than you can't just rely on the numbers. The Yankees are the on paper world champions of baseball in the last 20 years. Yeah, if you well, look at all the, the on paper champions. If you look at all the years that they were projected to be number one, you, they, consistently they got to be up there. But I, I I think we need we, we're praising the Mets for their off season, but we need to take a step back to realize what just happened. Steve I don't, Cohen. I don't want to. Steve Cohen comes in and he spends a boatload of money. On Scherzer, who's going to be around for three years, he's got a hamstring problem right now. You're going to have a lot of those. Like, Scherzer's got something wrong with him. When he pitches, he'll be great. Is Max Scherzer going to have a single season where he pitches 32 games, a full season? Not anymore. He's not. So you're going to – he's going to be paid over a million dollars, way over a million dollars per start, right? You got Jacob deGrom, who now has to come back from this injury, and the issue – is worse for guys that throw hard. So you may never see the same Jacob deGrom we've seen the last, not even really like like last year we did see him a bit. The COVID season we saw him a bit. The year before that was when it was prime deGrom. We, that window of deGrom's dominance, we may never see the same pitcher throwing 97-99 again. And if we do, it's a, it's a cause for concern because of this problem that he has with his arm. The way that it works with his, with his shoulder issue is Zach Wheeler had a, sa- a similar problem. Michael Walker had a similar problem. Um, it's not an injury where you can get surgery on to fix. It's not like Tommy John, right? You can't just get a surgery, battle back from it, and then be good to go. It's one of those where you just have to rest it, let it heal itself. Then you play with it, but you could risk doing a more severe damage to your arm, especially if you throw hard. DeGrom has thrown excessively harder as he's gotten older. So I'm, I'm very concerned. I'd, if I was a Mets fan, I'd be extremely concerned about the future of DeGrom. So you got Scherzer and DeGrom, great one-two punch, but mega risk there. Starling Marte had an incredible year last year, but he's old and he's tied up with a lot of money. Eduardo Escobar is not a top-tier third baseman, but you're spending a good amount of money to bring him in. Um, Mark Canna is a low 200 average hitter. He had some pop. He gets on base, but he's not a world-class type of player. He's getting paid pretty good. Um, he brought Chris Bassett in, which I like that move. 
And then you got the rest of your roster. Jeff McNeil's a question mark. Is he good? Is he not? Dominic Smith, question mark. What am I doing? Pete Alonso's great. Face the franchise. Lock him up. Great. You got some talent coming in, but you have a lot of money invested right now on some aging players who I don't see getting better over the next several years. They're going to decline. So, yeah. okay, great. You went all in this year, but you've tied your money up. May, I don't know if Steve Cohen's going to end up going to the $400 million market a year. I, like, how desperate will Cohen get? It'll be interesting to see. The Cohen tax means nothing to him. Uh, it, it, it'll be crazy to see. Now, they named it after him. The threshold of the, uh, the, the luxury tax, it, another step above this luxury tax now is what the Cohen tax. They named it after him. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Like you said, he... This is fun for him. He's a Met fan first. Dude wants to win. He's a Met fan, and he know this business running the Mets is nothing. Dude collects what you see. You know that art painting? Mm-hmm. Not even a painting. That art sculpture. That like stick looking thing, man. Hundreds of millions of dollars. This dude does not care. He's got a lot. Yeah, a lot of expensive art. A lot of expensive art. It's one of the things that agents would use as a tactic is they would constantly say that the Yankees are in on this player and that would be used to raise the interest in another player for other teams to bid on them. You're going to see a transition to the Mets, I think. I was going to say now, you could say. You have to. I heard Steve Cohen and the Mets are interested. Like, people should not take the Yankees seriously anymore when they're in on a free agent. If it's the Dodgers or the Mets, take it seriously because they actually spend the money. Now, the Yankees, here's nothing to talk about. Garrett Cole. His RPMs are way down since the sticky stuff happens. This man may have made off like a bandit. This man may be a complete fake. He may be a Did you see the poster that he claimed to have? That mm-hmm. looked different than what he was showing us on television. This, that man is a... This man... Could possibly very well be a phony. This man choked in Boston. He was the ace that we needed. He, he was brought in to win that specific game. And he lost. Now, you had Severino sign a contract, get hurt, wasn't the same. Cole signs a contract, sticky stuff, no longer available, not the same. Who's bringing these guys in? Cashman. Cashman. Freaking Cashman. Meanwhile, Red Sox bring in Story. Dodgers get Freeman. You know, like... Very, it's 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 frustrating for New York right now with the Yankees and the Mets, but we have we have a new season here, and hey, things don't pan out on paper the way that they uh, they're supposed to. And um, I'm looking at MLB future odds, 2022 American League pennant odds. Who's the favorite? Astros, White Sox, Yankees. Then the Blue Jays, Rays, and the Sox, but not by much. You got the Angels up there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The Angels are up there. The Mariners are up there. Who's at the bottom? Orioles, Athletics, Royals, Guardians, Rangers, Twins, Tigers. They got the Tigers moving up a bit. National League pennant odds. The Mets are number two behind the Dodgers. Braves right behind the Mets. And the Brewers, Padres, Cardinals, Giants, Phillies, Marlins, Reds, Cubs, Nationals, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Pirates. Hmm. Um, you want to go into each division? Who do you think is going to win each division? Yeah, you can do it quickly. Might as well. So let's talk about the American League. American League Central. 
you got the Cleveland Guardians there, the Chicago White Sox, the Detroit Tigers, the Kansas City Royals and Twins. Who comes out of the, of the AL Central on top? The White Sox. Yeah, clearly. Clear. It's definitely going to be the White Sox. I don't want to care about Baez to the Tigers, Correa to well. the Twins. The, those are just pay me money and I'm going to go here. You're not going to do anything with those two guys. Yeah, it was, inter- it was interesting how the Twins were able to get Correa there. I would not have expected that. But money talks, man. That's, that's on Cashman. Money talks. Cashman got Correa to the Twins. Cashman decided I would rather get rid of Gio and Sanchez and bring in Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa instead of bringing Correa and pay him that money. Now you better get Judge. You got you to give the money to Judge now. Um, for me, the American League Central, yeah, definitely the White Sox. At the bottom of the division, it's going to be the Royals or the Guardians. Yeah. Bobby Witt Jr., he may be like real deal. That he guy may, he, he may propel the Royals a little bit further than we can expect. All right, let's do American League West. You got the Houston Astros, Los Angeles Angels, Oakland Athletics, Seattle Mariners, Texas Rangers. Who comes out on top of the West? Houston. I think Houston again. Yeah. Without Correa, that's all right. You still have Bregman. I would say the Astros are uh, definitely the favorite. If I was going to come up with a surprise team, Mariners. Angels, I just don't believe in. I'm tired of them. But I, I, I secretly am rooting for Trout to win a World Series. Like, if the Yankees don't win a World Series, I want to see Trout win a World Series. Not the Angels, Trout. The two faces of baseball, so to speak, are on the same team, and who the hell even knows? And I think the Angels will make a run for Judge if Judge is a free agent. Now that, you got Shohei, Trout, and Judge. He's a California boy. You can totally see it happening. But, yeah, Astros more likely to win the West. National League. No, American League East. Of course, saving this one for last for obvious reasons. The Baltimore Orioles, Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays. Who wins the division? Toronto. That, <clears throat> you can go, mm-hmm. you can tell me, Chris, one of those four teams. We're not, we're not talking about the Orioles. Yeah, Let's be honest here. Yeah. You can tell me one of those four teams will win the division, and I'll believe you. And yeah. I'll say, you know what, you have, you're saying this with, with a good point, right? The, I like the t- uh, Blue Jays the most out of those four teams. Yeah, there's a the young core they have. Springer also, who they just pick up as a pitcher. They got Kevin Gaussman, but they lost Robbie, right? They have Jose Barrio still. They have Hunjin Ryu. They have they have Steven Matz, which set off Steven the, uh, Matz. Speaking of, and, and I they also have uh, you say um, Kikuchi, right? I think yeah. they picked up him up too. That was the Matz going to the Blue Jays mm-hmm. is like that we were saying earlier the Michael Jordan gif meme, and I took that personally. <laughs> I took that personally. When Stephen Matz, something we, what what happened exactly with that? When he was had some sort of con- uh, contact with the, with the Mets, Matz, and then he wound up going to the Blue Jays, something along those lines. And and Cohen was like, there was some something that didn't go properly, and Cohen said, and I took that person. <laughs> and like three days later, he's like, all right, Stephen Matz, you can go to Toronto. We'll get Max Scherzer instead. <laughs> we'll just upgrade. We'll get a real pitcher now instead of you. But I like Toronto. I like their team. I like. When, you know, a few years ago, they had that hype with these three guys, Bichette, uh, Guerrero, right? These guys, they're good. They're the real deal. I think one of their biggest problems was defense. Vigio. But now you get Matt Chapman at third. That's a premier fielder. 
So we got Chapman Cole at third, Glover. Vlad Guerrero at first, or junior at first. Mm -hmm. um, Bichette? Shortstop. Is short. Well, they, they lost Marcus Simeon, right? They bring in, they got Bo Bichette short. Their outfield is ridiculous. Let's take a look at their, their depth chart real quick. Blue Jays depth chart. Because now they don't have – Marcus Simeon hit 40-something bombs for them last year. And Robbie Ray won the Cy Young. They lost major players. Major players. So Danny Jansen, Alejandro Kirk, and Reese McGuire will split Tommy Catcher. First base, they got Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Greg Bird, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Kevin Biggio. Second base, Kevin Biggio. Uh, Santiago Espinal and Loris Guerrero Jr. Third base, Matt Chapman. Shortstop, Bo Bichette. Left field, Loris Guerrero Jr. Center field, George Springer. Right field, Teoscar Hernandez, DH Alejandro Kirk. So essentially what they did was you replaced Marcus Simeon with Kevin Biggio. You... Vladimir Guerrero was the first baseman. Your roster is essentially the same from what I'm looking at here. But you lost an MVP candidate. Matt Chapman is not an MVP candidate. You lost the Cy Young. And you brought in Kevin Gossman, who's pitched in the American League East before, and he wasn't great. He was okay. He went to the Giants and had a mega year. The rotation, Hinjin Rue was at the front of the rotation in the beginning of last year. Now you have Gossman ahead, Barrios at number two, Rue is your three. Alex Manoa is their four. Kikuchi is their number five. The bullpen... I think Jordan Romano is he's he should be their close, but he's injury prone. You got some interesting arms there. I'm not entirely in on the Blue Jays. I think that we're looking at them and we're very, very attracted to the combination of Vlad with Bichette and the mixtures of some names that are there with Springer and Chapman. But their pitching doesn't scare me. And Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is a great hitter. Teoscar Hernandez is a great hitter. Are they going to regress at all? They could. Um, they could certainly contend. But they, they, lost, they lost a lot. So who wins the division for you? The Yankees? Boston? I, the Yankees could Tampa. win that division. They just, they, there's just so many what-ifs. One guess. Who wins it? I'm... Yankees. You could be, see how hard it is. Just one guess. Yankees. Yeah, yeah. If I if I had to pick right now, who's going to win that division? It's the Yankees, and here's why. They're they're a much more athletic team now than they were. They have more speed than they had before. They have more depth than they had before. The problem is the what ifs, and th this team could fold like a deck of cards very quickly. It's a house of cards waiting to happen. As of right now, though, the situation that they're in, I, I just I like their roster. I think they could have done more this offseason to kind of make more of a gap between them and the other teams. I just have I have some serious question marks. I'm not it's it's one of those like I'm going to go with the Yankees, but I'm not as confident as I was in the past. And that may be a good thing. Maybe the Yankees need to have a guy like Donaldson in the clubhouse and they need to head into the season thinking that. What do you mean we're no longer the clear-cut favorites? What do you mean we're not the class of the American League anymore? What, like, what, what, what do you mean by that? You're not. And you may lose Judge. So what are you going to do? you got to step up. I think the Yankees win the division. It's going to be super tight, though. You're, I think you'll have four 90-win teams again. 
That's crazy. 490 win teams. Yeah. National League. National League Central. You got Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, Milwaukee Brewers, St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates. I think the Brewers. Yeah. I don't know, man. <clears throat> the Cardinals always find a way. It's a it's a two man race between the Brewers and the Cardinals. Um the the rotation for the Brewers is insane. I actually had Freddie Peralta, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns on my fantasy baseball team Damn. last year. Yeah. I had all three of them. I had them. That led led led, led a title to me. So um the Brewers I think are the class of the central, but you can't count out the Cardinals. Never can. Who, by the way, have Pujols back. Good for them. No, the other day, and one you know year. What? Praise the designated hitter rule. We oh, get yeah. to see more Pujols. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we get to see more Pujols because of that. You the Otani rule. You get to extend his career. Well, the Otani rule is now you get to have a pitcher who started the game take the DH spot. That's the Otani rule after, his game, after he gets out of the game. So you'll see more Shoei Otani at bats. So that's cool. Good. Um, that that's what the Otani rules. But the DH now in the National League is good for baseball. You get you get more offense, and you get guys like you get to extend the careers of guys like Pujols in the National League. You open up more opportunities for players, and you get to see more minor leaguers make it to the majors more quickly. It's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I think we'll both go with the Brewers. Uh, National League West. We got the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the Dodgers. Padres, Giants. Who are we thinking? Dodgers. Yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's it's got to be the Dodgers. This is not the Padres here. It's still not, especially now with Tatis out for an extended period of time. Yeah, Colorado just got someone. Who who said who went to Colorado? Chris Bryant. Oh yeah, yeah. Good makes no. Him. By None. the way, why? Why the hell makes you go no over there? sense? The Rockies got rid of Arenado and Story, homegrown players, for Chris Bryant. They got rid. They did not. They didn't want to extend them, but they they pay Bryant. I thought the Mets were going to really go after him. The head, the head scratchers, the Pirates and the Rockies are just real. Like, what are you doing? Go what, ahead, what the Chris Bryant. Go to Colorado and lose ninety games. Yeah. Go ahead. National League East. Um, now the, the the it's I think it's a three team race. But you got the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies, the Marlins, the Nationals. I don't think the Nationals are in it, and I don't think the Marlins will take that jump. They got some young talent there, but I don't think they'll, they'll take that jump. It's really between the Mets, Braves, and the Phillies. You know, Acuna is back. Yeah, but they lost Freeman, man. That's big. They lost Freeman, but they got Olsen. So, who would you rather have? Honestly, I think Freeman's the better overall player. But you got to remember, the Braves won the World Series last year without Acuna. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Acuna, he's not 100%. But, once again, praise the DH. You got Acuna playing in the game at designated hitter. You get to see Acuna hit and recover from his injury now that the DH rules in the National League. So, Acuna, the plan is for him to play designated hitter, from what I understand. He'll play designated hitter up until, I think, around June or mid-May. Then they'll put him out in the outfield. The Braves still have a, a similar roster to last year. They got the pitching. They got the hitting. They got a good fielding. They got a nice young core there. So you can't, you can't discount the Braves. The question is, is can the Phillies or the Mets take that jump? Well, up until 
probably 24 hours ago, I would have said the Mets were probably very likely to do that or to be of the team. The, of the teams there, as the of Mets would be the one. As of two days ago, from Vegas Insider, the odds for futures were the Mets were plus 140, the Braves were plus 150. Well, that was two days ago. Change. So now you got to think that oh, DeGrom's out of the picture, so the Braves will take that jump, and maybe the Mets fall the third to the Phillies. I don't know, man. Not looking good for your boys' team. It's hard to it's it's hard to say the Braves aren't going to win that division after last year's run. You would think that with the roster that they had, that team was not meant to win last year. They were meant to like compete this year and next year and the next year. But the development of Austin Riley really stepping up at a young age. Um, Dansby Swanson taking a major leap. Um, their pitching staff. The Braves. They. I don't know if they're going to have like that same run that they had in the Chipper Jones, John Smoltz, Maddox. Uh, Glavin years, but you know Bobby Cox ain't the manager. But the Braves could be set for a long time competing. So, yeah, man, that's that quick. Do you want to make quick bets on MVP? Juan Soto, Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani, Juan Soto. Well, <coughs> Vegas has Juan Soto and Otani at the top there, but. Man, I'm going to say bounce back season for Acuna. He'll win the MVP. I, don't, I think you'll have guys like Harper, Batsney, maybe even Freeman up there. No, it's always we hate Harper. I get it, but he won last I know. year. <laughs> um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if Soto will get the opportunity because he's on a terrible team. What, what does he have there? What support? Why even pitch to the guy? Just walk him. No, there's no re- Obviously, he has a plus 400 on base percentage. He's the only guy in the lineup that's worth anything there. Um, I I would think Aaron Judge. Contract year, he's going to show the world, pay me the money. That's your. You think that or your dark hole? Aaron Judge wins the American League MVP this year. He All reminds right. everyone, no, no, no. I'm the six foot seven giant behemoth face of baseball. Pay me the money. Enough of this nonsense where I get paid dog crap. I'm the guy. Pay me. All right. You so know, I, but I, I, as much as I'm going to say Judge is going to win the MVP, it's really, really hard to say anyone's going to win but Shohei based off how good of a pitcher and hitter that he is. So by default, he's the MVP favorite. If Shohei gets hurt and he can only do one of them, though, that's when it really opens up to any other player. So the the obvious answer, yeah, Shohei Otani. But if I was to ask you someone else outside of Shohei, who is it? Hmm. My guy is Judge. Hmm. Outside of him. Outside of Shohei Otani. Vlad Jr. Yeah, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He's the number three favorite. Do you know who the number two favorite is? Um... Vegas has Shohei Tani at plus 400. They have this number two guy at plus 450. They have Vladdy Daddy at plus 450. They have Judge at plus 18 with Wanda Franco at plus 18. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Gotta be. Mike Trout. Gotta be. He's healthy. He's back. You know? If it wasn't going to be Shohei Tani as the consensus, the consensus number one's got to be Trout, right? But could you imagine the Angels, man? They got the two AL MVP favorites, the two best players in baseball as rated by MLB as of yesterday or Thursday. 
Yeah. And they haven't gone to the playoffs in 10 years. How do you have the two best players? Well, baseball Baseball, isn't, I get it. I get baseball it. isn't basketball. No, but you have, you tell me, if you had Otani and Trout on your New York uh-huh. Yankees and they didn't make the playoffs, how yep. would you feel? The best hitter probably we've seen in I mean ever. The best. What two, the, I what I guy, would do, the, and is, then the other guy who won won also won MVPs, is the next Babe Ruth. I would trade Trout, and I would trade Shohei. Because there's a clear problem. You're spread way too thin. You put all your eggs in the basket of Shohei and Trout. You're paying Trout a ton of money. It's going to be hard to move him, but he's Mike Trout. You could still get value for him. If I'm the Angels, I'm trading Trout, and I'm, I'm not getting a player that's as good as Trout. I'm going to get B players. I'm going to get, like, maybe three B players. I'll trade Shohei, and I'll get maybe three B players. Now I, I need to find the all-star talent. The Angels have this tendency of just getting this best player available, Anthony Rendon. I was going to say, like, Rendon, he's horrible. I would trade, I, Ren- I trade Rendon. I tra- trade Rendon, trade Trout, trade Shohei, burn it down. Get B-level talent, then bring in elite talent. Because it's a damn shame. It's a real damn shame. Trade Trout to the Phillies. Let's see what the Phillies Shut will up. Let's see. Let's see what the Phillies you will stop do. stop that. He's stop. a Philly man. I don't care. He's stop. from Philly. Stop it. Stop. He's got the long. Stop. Trout's got a long contract. Stop it. Can you not, imagine, though? Like, no. The, the amount of years tied up between Harper and Trout. You don't bring that into any conversation. I'm just saying. Stop. Let's transition now. <laughs> Who wins the whole thing. Now, or you know what? Oh, no, no. Wait. Cy Young. Who wins the Cy Young? We'll do MVP Cy Youngs. Who wins the Cy Young? Who wins the Cy I had my vote up until yesterday. Now I have no idea. Let me take a look at what Vegas is saying here. We'll start off with that, and then I'll give, I'll give you my pick here. Um, it's not going to be Garrett Cole. I'll tell you that much. Good. It's definitely not going to be Derek Cole. For the National League, the favorites were DeGrom, Scherzer, Burns, Bueller, Wheeler, Woodruff, Nola, Freed, Rendon, Logan Webb. Those were your favorites. Um, for the American League, it was Cole as the number one favorite. No. Cole, Bieber, Ray, Giolito, Manaya, McCullers, Cease, McClanahan, Sale, Verlander. Okay. Let's start off with National League. So, it's not going to be DeGrom, unfortunately. Scherzer. It could be Scherzer. Depends on how much he pitches. Um, Burns. Bueller, Wheeler, Woodruff, Nola. I'm a big fan of Brandon Woodruff. I'm not a big fan. I'm not high on Nola. Wheeler, maybe. Walker Bueller. I've always liked Walker Bueller. So I'm going to go with the Cy Young winner for the 2022 National League is going to be Carlos Rodon. Really? Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon now, he's playing for the San Francisco Giants. Who? Where did he come from? White Sox. He was rushing White Sox. Carlos right. Rodon is going to win the Cy Young. Take a look at this. Do you know what Carlos Rodon's stats were last year? No. Do you remember he threw a no-hitter? Yes. And he almost threw a perfect game, but he ended up hitting a batter on an accident in the ninth inning? Yeah. Okay, Carlos Rodon last year, right, he, he battled back from injury. First time winning the All-Star, he finished fifth in the Cy Young. He pitched 24 games. He had an ERA of 237. He went 13-5. 132.2 innings pitched. 185 strikeouts. 
Now you're putting Rodon in a better ballpark with an arguably better team because the Giants last year, like, how the hell did they win all those games? Quality baseball. They play well at their park. Carlos Rodon is in a position now, and he didn't even get paid like the type of talent that he is. So Rodon has something to prove, and there's there it is. Carlos Rodon's going to win your Cy Young. All right. <clears throat> how about in the American League? Now, again, the favorites are Cole, Bieber, Ray, Giolito, Manaya, McCullers, Seas, McClanahan, Sale, Verlander. Okay. I'm putting in, who do they think? I'm just putting in, like, odds. Um, I can't believe they have Shane McClanahan so high. Like, there's not that much speed. Okay, so it's not going to be Sale. Maybe it could be Verlander. Frankie Montas and Sean Manaya are up way too high. Robbie Ray in Seattle is interesting. I just don't think they're as big of a winning team. And I'm not high on Bieber or Cole. Like, I'm really not a fan of these favorites for the American League Cy Young. I'm looking at them too now. Really, I'm just really not. I mean... Who could you possibly... Robbie Ray, Giolito, Otani. The dude is the fifth favorite to win the American League Cy Young, but he just won the most valuable player hitting last year. But, you know... It's possible. Dark Horse. The Dark Horse Cy Young winner, Nate Avaldi. Nate Avaldi. Nate Avaldi is my Dark Horse Cy Young Award winner. He's going to enter the season as the ace of the Red Sox. And we th- we think the Red Sox, they are a team that's going to compete. I, I Nate Avaldi, he... I, th- I believe he was the one that pitched in the wild card game against the Yankees. Because Sale pitched the day before. From what I understand, if I if, if I'm remembering this correctly, but Nate Navaldi, he's a quality pitcher, and last year he finished fourth in the Cy Young. He was age 31, 182 innings, 195 strikeouts. He led the American League in game start, 32. He went 11 and nine. If Avaldi had a better win loss record, I bet you he would have ranked higher in the Cy Young award voting. He was number four last year. He even was 15th in the MVP. Native Aldi's my dark horse, uh, Cy Young. I don't want to pick one of those top guys because I'm really not in love with any of them. Get hurt. I'm not. I'm not in love with anything. I think it's. I think it's way too obvious to pick them. So I'm going to pick a dark horse guy. Native Aldi for the American League. Carlos Rodon for the National League. All right, I'm going big dogs. I'm going Scherzer, Bieber, okay. Shane Bieber. My dark horse in the National League could be uh, Kerr Orban Burns. Okay. Actually, I won't say dark horse. He's, he's not that far he's down. He's a favorite. The list. He's one yeah, of the he's up to favorites. Let's go with, you know what? We shouldn't say dark horse. Secondary, I suppose. I'm okay. still sticking with who I think, but Otani and Burns, right? You could see them too. They could be somebody else that consider. Steve, wait a second. Steve Matz. What team is he on? Toronto. I don't think he is. He's on. He's on a National League. Cardinals. Steve Matz is on the Cardinals. He that? was on the Blue Jays. He was on the Blue Jays. He was on yeah. the Blue Jays. Steve Matz is on the Cardinals. Because I'm looking at the Vegas odds, and they have Matz up there in the top, um, whatever this list is. So he's like one of the one, he's one of the betting uh, numbers. The hell would bet him to win the uh, the. Stuff. Another dark horse guy is uh, Logan Webb, another San Francisco Giant, and Jack Flaherty on the Cardinals. Cardinals right? You know, uh, if if the Cardinals were to take that leap, it'd be him. All right, Chris. The moment of truth: Who wins the leagues and who wins the World Series? Oh, man. All right. 
it, it would be so tough for the Yankees to make it all the way. You know, as a fan, I want to say it's going to be the Yankees, but realistically, um, I just don't think they have the depth in pitching to make it that far. And also, the one guy that should that should have been a part in the we're getting rid of the bad juju, Aroldis Chapman. Your guy. Aroldis Chapman is still on the Yankees, and he's literally... He's literally prevented the Yankees from getting to the World Series. I'll give you Robinson Cano for a Roldis Chapman. Do you do it? I no. hate him. I no. hate Cano. No, no, no. no. I, need, I need more than that. I mean, Cano doesn't help me. You're going to be three second basemen? Yep. Is Cano even a second baseman anymore? Cano should be just with the Wilpons and Brody Van Wagenen just out. Gone. Don't exist anymore. Representing the American League is going to be the Chicago White Sox. Representing the National League will be the, I don't want to say Dodgers. It's very hard to pick against the Dodgers, especially with Freeman in that lineup. Oh, my God. They got Betts, Freeman, Will Smith, Bellinger, Will Smith, Max Muncy, Trey Turner, Dodgers. The Dodgers win the World Series. It's like not even fair, and then the, oh, it's not I want to go fair. with like Mets and White Sox or something. And Greg Kimbrell's on the Dodgers now. Yeah, as of what yesterday? Yeah, Are you kidding me. Kenley Jansen goes to the Braves. Kimbrell goes to the yeah. I want to go with the Mets and the White Sox, but I just uh, the Dodgers. I can see the Dodgers. I can see Dodgers Astros again, man. I can see Astros. You Mets. know what's like so sad? The Dodgers can lose Kershaw for the season, Freeman for the season. Still the favorite. And they can still have an MVP winner and a Cy Young winner. They got 10 MVPs on that team, dog. They got 10. They got 10 potential MVPs. Um, so if I had to pick, I think it's the White Sox and the Mets. The Mets, you know what? The World Series that I'm rooting for is Yankees-Mets. I want to see Yankees-Mets. Bro, could you imagine? I would love it. I would love to see Yankees-Mets World Series. You have the battle for New York. You have the Mets sticking it there in the position now to be the the big daddy dogs of New York. You have the Yankees out there. We got to remind people with an Aaron Judge contract here. You got Alonzo Judge. There's so much you could do. It would be so great for New York to have two New York teams contending for a title. But we know it's not going to happen. It's not. No. Unfortunately, because it's just not. So that's it. That's how it's going to be. That's how the that what we just said. That is how the baseball season is going to pan out. Yeah. So, the other stuff we wanted to get into, we're at the hour two mark. We're at the, by the hour way. mark. So I guess we'll briefly touch up on. Yeah, these say the Giants play. and the Jets. They got their um. They got the draft. The drafts up. two top ten picks for each of them. Yeah. The Giants have what three and. The Giants have thir- four. No, I don't know. Four. They have four. No, the Jets have the number four pick. No. You know what? You tell me. You'd think I know. You would think I know. You're, you're now. You're making me question myself here. The Jets have four and ten. I think the Giants have five and seven. You might be right with five. Anyway, the point though is that I think the Giants need to get offensive linemen because they're they're one of the worst ranked offensive lines. They don't have an offense. They the time of possession was so low. It's it's an awful thing. If you're going to fix one thing, fix the offensive line because that's going to open up the opportunities for the future for a quarterback to come there. And by the way, I think Tyrod Taylor should start over Daniel Jones at this point. 
I, I don't. Wow. I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones anymore. Um, I think you need to move him because you're you're paying him a bunch of money. You're wasting your time. You're just wasting your time. I'd rather have a game manager and a respected quarterback like Tyra. I'm not an old star, but you know I think you need Daniel Jones needs to see someone start over him. Um, maybe that'll improve his ability. Or maybe it'll just that's it. The, the, the Daniel Jones experiment's over. I never thought he was gonna be like this stud. I think he could have been like an average type of player. But then again, he doesn't have a whole lot of weapons to work with. And Saquon Barkley, since his ACL injury, unfortunately, he's not the same type of player. You got to rebuild that offensive line. And um, J.C. Treader, he was the center for the yeah. Cleveland Browns. He also was a offensive lineman in the Packers system. So he, he played with greatness. He played with Aaron Rodgers. And the Cleveland Browns had one of the top-ranking offensive lines in baseball. So J.C. Treader got released by the Browns at age 31. He's a guy who's had knee problems, but he never missed a game. He played through injury, and he's still one of the top-ranked guys. That's a warrior. I think you need to have a guy like J.C. Treader at center in the middle of the offensive line and young guys around him, and maybe they can learn from him. Maybe they can build a system right there. Now, they're going to have to overpay to get him. He's a free agent. He's going to want to get paid, and he's not going to want to go to the Giants. He's going to want to go to a contender, but... Pay the man the money, get him in, and maybe that'll help guys like Andrew Thomas, who's a complete bust so far of a pick. Yeah, he was like, he was he top five? He, he was he was up there, but he's he's a bust, and he's the number five ranked player on the Giants in terms of cap. Wow, they're they're spending more on Andrew Thomas than on guys like Saquon, Sterling Shepard, you know, Nick Gates, Tyrod Taylor, so. Giants need to go into this draft thinking, all right, if there's one thing that we're going to do, we're going to get an offensive lineman, and they're going to need to get an established veteran offensive lineman from free agency to surround them. That's what I'm thinking. As as far as the Jets, though, you're saying they need skilled players. I think I do. <clears throat> I do think that. They need a wide receiver, another one. I like Elijah Moore. I like uh, Braxton Berrios. Uh-huh. But they need, like, that playmaker, that over-the-top guy. Zach Wilson get the ball to. Well, they're Odell's saying, a free agent. They're saying Odell. Odell is a free agent. Um, I heard rumblings the other day that potentially they can chop the number 10 pick uh-huh. back to Seattle for DK Metcalf. Obviously Ooh. with the package included. You know, uh, highlighted by the number 10th pick. Ooh. Which, what would the package look like, though? You know what? I don't know. You listen to the K show the other day. They're just they were throwing that out there as a possibility. Uh-huh. Know, some r- rumblings of interest, but would Zach Wilson be in there? No, no. I think it would be the number ten pick because they're going to project to get that guy Garrett Wilson. Right now, I mean, every time I read a mock draft, it's different. But I think the Jets need skill players, at least on the offensive end. I okay. mean, what do I know? Four, then they can get the source. eye test. You watch, you watch the Jet games. You've seen it. You He's see not what throwing. Who the hell is he throwing to? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. Get him a line and get him some protection. They need too many things. So, and they got plenty of picks. What do they have? Four in the top forty. Mm-hmm. So, the Jets are gonna have a pretty solid draft, I think. You know, based on what they have, I think they, they have a they very should, good draft. They, they, their likelihood of them hitting on all four picks is low. 
But you got to think that at least two of them. The potential. You got to hit on two of them. Two of them got to be like bona fide starters, NFL stars. They don't even need to be all pro players, but bona fide starters that you can rely on. You got two top ten picks. You're, you're trying to, you know, those guys are those supposed to be Pro Bowl essential cornerstone players. Right? Exactly right. But we're at an hour eight. Let's finish off with uh, Knicks Nets real quick. Um, what's your thoughts on the Knicks season? It was a disappointment. Um, Julius Randle came back to earth <clears throat> after getting smacked around by the Hawks in the playoffs last year, and the league figured him out. Mm-hmm. Um, R.J. Barrett's looking pretty good, but he's not consistently putting up the numbers that he can yet. Yet. Um, they don't have a point guard. I've been saying this since we started this show. And in 2017, I was saying, I've been saying this since I was a child. So I've been saying this for a long time. They need a point guard, a facilitator to run the offense. Julius Randle cannot be the facilitator of the offense. They can look to him as one of the focal points of the offense, but he can't be the facilitator. He can't be the guy bringing the ball up. He had too many turnovers. And he's not somebody who can be the top scorer. The top guy. R.J. Barrett cannot be the, the top guy either. They could be good scores. Julius Randle's putting up 20, 10, and 5. The only two other guys that are putting that up, Jokic and Giannis, I think. Mm. Or just Jokic. So, they're good. They have good players on their team, but they just can't figure it out. Mm. Point guard is not there. Julius Randle's offense went down a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another disappointing season for this team. Last year was a fluke. Well, being I've I've watched the most basketball this year that I've ever watched in my life. Um, I'm playing NBA 2K, so I'm getting more into basketball. So now I can actually have a say when we talk basketball. Nice. The Brooklyn Nets are still one of the top favorite teams to win the NBA championship, and I don't understand why. I because the they have Ben Simmons coming back eventually. Supposedly. They have Kyrie Irving who, but so some who can people play are saying, what he wants. Some people are saying that even without Ben Simmons that the Nets could win it all. I don't think so. This team uh, is lacking depth. They got I, I think they won the James Harden trade because you get Drummond who's at times looking like the exact player the Nets needed. The guy can get you 15 rebounds a game which is ridiculous. Yeah, he's the guy's incredible. Um He's a great defender too. Great at defense. the The Nets they they had a rotation of centers. They were going through Nicholas Claxton, but he got hurt a bunch of times. Blake Griffin, who's hey, not not anymore. Blake Griffin anymore. Um, Paul Millsap was there for a little bit. They got this kid Dayron Sharp, who um, I like. Uh, he's just very young. He he needs some seasoning, but I think he's got some potential to be a nice quality NBA player. I don't know if he's part of the long-term plan, but those those weeks where Kyrie wasn't allowed to play and Harden was being Harden, and you just had Durant playing with the young guys, that was some good basketball. But the problem with the Nets right now, I'm looking at it, is size. I think they're too small, and Drummond's not a full game player. He's not. No. If we if this was Andre Drummond back when he was on the Pistons, right earlier on in his career when he had his better years, that's one thing. But you don't have that Andre Drummond. 
You need a big man. Kevin Durant's not your big man. He may be tall. He's not your big man. He's not your defender down no. there. And no. And Nicholas Claxton, I think, is a good quality backup player. I don't see him as a starter. Nowadays, you need a big man that can shoot the three. They don't have that. Um, so that's that's a disadvantage for them. But uh, their offense, if you have to rely on Durant or Kyrie putting up 40 in a game to win, that tells me you got a depth problem and all your all your eggs are in one basket. You need a good quality second unit. And I don't see that with the Nets. I don't see them winning the championship. I don't see them getting past the first round. Well, I have the standings up now. They they <coughs> may not even get they they may not even win the the, uh, the playing game. You know, if they there's fear if they play the Hawks. You know, they, and actually the Nets are playing the Hawks today. So today's a good day for basketball. We'll be, we'll be watching Duke in uh, North Carolina, but Nets Hawks also that's that's a solid that's a, game. That's a potential playoff matchup. Let's see. So we have right now. The Brooklyn Nets are the number eight seed, so they would be playing the Cleveland Cavaliers, who just smoked the Knicks about a half hour ago. Oh. They played an early game. Oh, wow. They smoked them. We could see... You're right. The Nets could potentially lose this The game. They, could, they, they would have to play, as of right now, they would have to be playing the Cavaliers. They would play the Cavaliers, and that... If fitting. They, That's fitting, because they traded away... Couple guys there, Jared Allen. Jared Allen, who's the exact guy that they need. Yeah, he's the exact guy that. they need right now. I didn't now. understand that one, but the Brooklyn Nets, if they win, they would play the um, Milwaukee Bucks. Which, if you watch the game on Thursday, man, ridiculous. I, 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 that was an awesome game. That'd be an awesome first round series. Yeah. Or if they lose, they blew that one. They lose, then they would play the winner of the Hawks and the Hornets, and that winner would go play the Miami Heat. You know, I turned that game off the the Nets Bucks when I took the. I think it was like three minutes left. They had like a nine point lead. I was like, all right, they're not they're not blowing this. No, they went to overtime and lost. Good game. It's never over with the NBA. But if I had to pick who would be in the championship this year, who wins uh, the West and the East? As we're wrapping up, I think the Suns go back, man. The Suns are too good in the West. The Suns There's are no awesome. Doubt. There's no doubt. Booker, Paul, yeah. Bridges, they're all good. Against, my, I'd say this year in and year out. Not Miami. Don't the say Miami. The Sixers. Okay. I think the Sixers. They have Harden. I like the Bucks a lot. I really like Giannis, man. He is, you're talking about Kevin Durant. They're saying the best player in basketball, Jokic. Giannis is the best basketball player in the NBA right now. No question about it. He's gotten better with his free throws. No question about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's who I think. It's Suns and the Sixers, and I see the Suns winning the finals this year. They're too damn good. I don't see the 76ers making it. Um, when I, And I, I guess I have a bias because I saw how they played against the Nets. Um, James Harden does not perform well against good teams. And in big moments, he does not perform well. You can assume that he will not perform well in the playoffs as well in critical moments. So... You know, the 76ers made a deal with the devil when they got Harden. They traded away depth. They traded away very important pieces. Joel Embiid's going to win the MVP? Sure. They'll have the best player because win the MVP heading into the playoffs, but Harden's got to show up, and I just don't I, – I, I can't believe it. Um, I think representing the East will be the Boston Celtics. They're, they could be – And I can see that. I don't know about the Heat, man. Tatum has, Tatum has a chip on his shoulder – the guy is a stud. 
Jason Tatum's a stud. He he belongs to be in the same breath as top tier names in the in in the game. And yeah. He's so young. Um, I got to see the Celtics play the Nets live. That's a roster. That's yeah, a good, that's a man. good unit. That is a good unit. They blend well together. Now they recently lost. I don't know what the extent of the industry. Didn't they just lose their center, Roy Williams? I think. Roy Williams, uh, Patrick Williams. Roy Williams used to coach for the Tar Heels. Right, right, right. Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams? You sure? Celtic center? Pretty sure it's Robert Williams. Robert, not Patrick. Robert Williams. He recently got hurt. Oh, Patrick Williams is on the Bulls. Rob, what's the deal no. with Robert Williams? He's he's a he's a big man for them. Yeah, no, I know who he, he just got I hurt. Thought his right? name was Patrick. Yeah, the, he he. Okay, Rob Williams on road to recovery and possible return. That's good. He's good. He's a solid player. I've seen him a few times. The, uh, the conservative timeline is four to six weeks for him to be back. But, um, yeah, if 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 Robert Williams is back for the Celtics in the playoffs, they're my favorite to win the uh, the East. So you'll have uh and Suns. I have the Suns for the West. Um, and that should be fun. That 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 would be a fun matchup, Sun Celtic, uh, Sun Celtics. That'd be nice. I would like that a lot. Dude. Yeah, you you would you would have different names there. Now the Suns they were in the finals last year, and the Bucks won. So now the Suns have a chip on their shoulder, and they're clearly playing like they're just as good, if not better, as last year. Um, so yeah, who do I think wins the finals? If that's the matchup, Suns. Suns. But then I I think the Celtics for years to come. Could be the the gold standard of the East, and I think the the role the Nets will play is kind of like the the evil empire in a way. They'll they, okay, they got Durant, they got Irving, they got Simmons. They're supposed to win. Drummond, I don't know if Drummond will be back. I think Drummond, oh, I'm I think, saying I think Drummond's got a contract. Here. Oh, I mean this year. Like I think Drum, Drummond. They should bring back a guy like Drummond, but I don't know if they're going to want him as a starter. If they do bring him back, they would need a quality backup to be behind him. Um, someone better than Claxton. I like Claxton, but yeah, I think he could do even better. But All so, right. so we've that, just about that's it. Hit it's, the hour. We're at the eight, an hour eighteen. Well, we had a lot to say in the last uh, year and six months. We did, and I actually talked basketball. Look at me. Well, you did it. Closing thoughts. Closing Clo- comments. Closing thoughts. I'm so happy baseball is back. I can't wait for opening day and. Let's have ourselves a great season, and it, this is going to be great because I'm actually going to pay attention to the NBA playoffs. Um, we got the draft coming up. Baseball's back. The weather's back. Thank goodness. Yeah, man. And I'm happy to have Dinger for three back as well. Here we go. Yeah, this is the sweet spot of sports, man, I think. The NFL draft, which, you know, not really up there with my uh, in my interest. But yeah. look, Jets and Giants, man, they got two top ten picks mm-hmm. each. That's exciting. For the city, right? For for us, right? You Giants fans, Jet fans. Oh, a- there was one other thing I just wanted to mention because oh, I think we should. You've interrupted in my closing comment. I know. Nothing I know. changes. I know. I know. I'm going to bring it back to you, <laughs> but I just want people to know that we have MLB The Show 22. I did a home run derby between a mixture of different uh, legends and modern day players. Um, in the first round, Hank Aaron just beat out Pete Alonso. To go to the semifinals, Reggie Jackson just beat out Frank Thomas. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., the three seed, beat out David Ortiz. Aaron Judge beat out Babe Ruth. Then Judge and Griffey went in the semifinals. Griffey won. 
Aaron and Reggie Jackson went to the semifinals. The finals was Hank Aaron versus Griffey. And Hank Aaron, the true home run king, remains the home run derby king. I'd pay good money to see that home run oh, derby. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it just came 100%. to be. I would pay some good money for that home run derby. But, yeah, we're all back. Here it is, the sweet spot of sports, I guess. NBA playoffs starts. Baseball would have started at this point, you know, in a, uh, a normal year. Um, the NFL draft is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good to be back. It's good to be here. Um, probably going to go cry myself to sleep because of DeGrom. Um, let's go Tar Heels, man. Final four, too. That's the other exciting part. Tar Heels, Duke. Tonight, the final four. This is something I thought would never happen. I never actually picked them to happen in any brackets that I've made over the years. I just couldn't see it happening. And sure as hell, here we are. Well, you got to think with Krzyzewski on, on his way out. This the had to final, happen. This had to happen. This had to happen. And if for this to be Coach K's last game, if the Tar Heels come back, come out and win this thing tonight, man. They're the clear favorite too. Dude, no. Who? North Carolina. North, they're not the favorite to win? Duke. Really? Duke's the favorite to win. Oh. North Carolina's got the lowest odds, I think, of the four teams. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. All right. But well, with that being said, let's go Tar Heels. Let's go Duke. All right, so for Chris Scott, I'm Mike Bernardo. This is Dinger for Three. It's a nice closing to do this again. Follow us on everything. Um, at Dinger for Three. At Dinger for Three. We're here, YouTube. Um, we are on Instagram Live, so if you watched us at any point in the last hour. I think we're still on Instagram We live. still are live. Oh, um, you checked on your phone? Yeah. So. Taryn was in there before. Thanks, Taryn. <laughs> the best. Um, follow us. Tell all your friends. Dinger for Three is back. Alert the presses. Chris, take a big ad out there. Just big advertisement. Yeah. Who, who, we don't even have to do. Just tell your friends. Dinger for three. Front page of the advance. Monday. It's a good amount of money. It's a good amount of back money. Back page. That. <laughs> That's still a good amount of money. The back page. <laughs> well, we, could, we could sponsor the sports section. Under the comics. What lets Dinger for three sponsors the sports section. With what money? That's true. We don't have any. We don't have any money in this. We're <laughs> doing this in your kitchen. We would need over ten thousand dollars. We would no. need over ten thousand dollars. No. Listen, I like this, but no. Tell all your friends. That's how we get sponsors. Yeah. Tell your friends. Word, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. But yes, we're back. Follow us on all forms of social media at Dinger for Three, and we are out of here. Out of here.